Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Black and Save Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Kai Green, and... I'm Dr. Keisha. Man, good people. If you listen to this podcast, you know how I like to start it off. Let me ask my radiant, vibrant, Afro-rocking, okay, world gallivanting friend. Friend, how are you doing today? I like you tried to call me ghetto just now, but... um... A lot of things are ghetto, but I am not one of them, including JetBlue. But anyway, um, I I'm okay. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't said it here, but you know, um, and actually today uh, marks two months since my dad passed away. Yeah. So he passed away on May 21st. Um, so people who know me personally, like they know. Um, so I've been kind of dealing with that, as you know. It's it's difficult yeah for sure it's it's very difficult um and so i've kind of been dealing with that while just having like some really amazing things happen um you should know that monique was at the she was at the wake hey thank you monique cara was there as well oh wow and she was car was at the repast sharing out the food to the good people oh wow Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's been it's been hard dealing with that, and then just you know wrapping up the end of the semester. Um, I think I sent you my speech. I I did. I was so I was I was gonna be like, are you gonna tell them about the speech? Yeah. Like, I was like, yeah, yeah. So, so every year they choose a faculty person to give us a, a, a speech at graduation commencement on behalf of the faculty to the graduates, and so. Mm-hmm. I did that speech a month a month ago, and I think I did a good job. I'm proud of you myself. Did a, you did. You <laughs> did a great job. Now, listen, no pressure, but is can anybody see that? I don't or know. You're you like? Okay, I don't know if I froze just now. Or you froze just now. Oh, okay. But there was so, a freezing. Okay, <laughs> so my, so. But with the with the video with the clip of it, is that for anybody to see, or are you like? Yeah, so it's on my Instagram. No, 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 it's on my okay. Instagram. So I have two clips on my Instagram. One is just like a couple of highlights, but one the other one is like the full seven minute. And it's a, right. I, I think it's it's worth the seven minutes is worth it, y'all. Yeah, I think it's yeah. worth it. <laughs> yeah, it. So it, listen, it's it. It's not one of those things that just drones on and you're like, oh, I'll, I'll be glad when this person stops. Like you did a good job. What I like the most about it, it felt so relevant to the students. Like you could tell that it was connecting with them. Um, there was like that local charm to it as well. Like there was just some, there was some community bits of it. I was like, I'm not in that community, but I can tell this resonates with every, like it, in those points of humor. And even to watch some of the other faculty and, and administrators' faces as you were talking, I was like, friend did that, did a really great <laughs> yeah, I job. Was, I was super proud of myself for that. I was thinking about that this morning. I was like, I know, I was like, I know he's gonna ask me. Uh, because that day marked a month since my dad passed. And you know, the, the, the anniversaries just be like, and you know, I was super emotional um, yeah. being able to give the speech. I just, you know, also found out or they had announced to the to the whole college about my um, promotion, and right. it was you know it was just an emotional day. I love graduation. I love seeing the students graduate, um, yeah. and I was just like, okay, you just got to get through this. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You got to get through this. 
And so I'm, I'm, I'm real proud of myself that I got through it. I'm proud of myself for, because a lot of times I, I like, I went to my niece's graduation, like a couple of days before that, um, two of my nieces graduated um, with yeah. their master's degrees. And mm. um, I was like, people make graduation not about the graduates. It's about their <laughs> agenda. It's about what they want to say. It's yeah. about them. And I just find that so disgusting because the graduates have to sit through so many speeches right. before they could get the, you are now graduated declaration, yeah. right? And so um, I was really intentional. Like, I was like, I want this to be about them. I did want to honor my dad's memory within that and, and do it in a way that people didn't become sad, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, hey, she just brought down the whole... <laughs> like like when you see that one person to stand up to get a testimony at church and you just know they finna You're just like, tell oh, a really like this yeah. is, we're not about to be encouraged not at uh, all right? so i think i did a good job with that so i'm really proud of myself for that and then the one thing i've been teasing um i think it's gonna go up any day now because we're getting okay. closer and closer to it well two <laughs> things actually <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, uh. Um, some of you may know that I produced a documentary in 2020. And Come so on. on August 5th, um, that documentary is going to be shown at the Brooklyn Museum. Come on, uh, Brooklyn Museum. <laughs> as a part of their first Saturday program. Um, you know, I, I was like, I'm waiting until the papers aside and the, like, <laughs> the ink is dry. And so it'll be up on their website <laughs> soon, I believe. And and if you're if you're local or if you want to be in Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying. First Saturdays right. is always a vibe at the museum, and it's also always very crowded. So if Ooh. you do plan on coming out to support, just come out early. Um, the showing will be at eight thirty, but first Saturday starts at five, um, and it's free. You just have to RSVP no. through the museum's website. But absolutely okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, listen, no, y'all. You got something to say? <laughs> no, just like listen, y'all. We, I, uh, I, I want to say stuff when I hear it. So I, y'all don't know how much conversation we have to have prior to the thing. And I'd be like, what? I can't say. Okay, all right. Yeah. So we've been sitting on this one, y'all. You know, when people work really, really hard, and your work is appreciated. Let, let, let me say this. Sometimes we'd be tripping, Dr. Keisha. Like, yeah. I get it. Be be independent, be self-sustaining, know your value and know your worth. But also, it's still impactful when other people see the value in what you do and appreciate what you do. And I think that sometimes we, 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 we like act like that's such a horrible thing and it's not. And so this is a great time in your career and in, in your, your, your lifetime, right? That you're, you've built something that's being appreciated. You're gonna be at the museum. Okay, Dr. Keisha Lowkey said, listen, it be popping. So come on, get there early. You know what I'm saying? Pack your flats. Uh, <laughs> so you yeah, can- oh, just wear them. Just wear them. Just, I mean, just, just wear them. I'm, y'all, the Brooklyn Museum, the Brooklyn Museum is the Brooklyn Museum. It's not like a little shack. Right, right. <laughs> it's our museum. That's where mm-hmm. we have like, like the Obama portraits were at the Brooklyn Museum. Obama okay, portraits. it was one of the first stops um, when the <laughs> portraits were going through the country. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, yeah, no, I've gotten, and, you know, just as an encouragement to anybody, like I finished this film three years ago, I've gotten so many rejections. 
so many rejections. And I think every time I'm about to pack it in, like I get some sort of opportunity. And this has been the biggest one yet. And so um, I'm really excited that it's happening here in Brooklyn too. Like I spend so much time at the Brooklyn Museum and y'all know how I feel about Brooklyn. So my community is gonna be able to like really enjoy that. Um, and then the last thing that is amazing that's coming up um, is that, you know, I've been working on this new project called Dear Younger Me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a piece of that project is going to be launched next month. So August, it's going to be August, it's going to be, um, probably right after the Brooklyn Museum, okay. um, event, um, at a gallery in Alexandria, Virginia. And Ooh. so once I have the details on that, I'll, it'll be on my social media. So, yeah. So it's like, wow. <laughs> Wow. So it's amazing things happening. It's blowing my mind. It's very, it's huge things. Um, and, you know, a lot of times when I tell people about it, they're like, you should be more excited. I'm like, I'm trying. It is hard right now to be very excited about things. But <laughs> where I get joy is by seeing my friends' reactions. Like my friends' mm-hmm. reactions and my community reactions, like give me so much joy that even though I can't manufacture it on my own right now, mm-hmm. um, I can enjoy that. So that's that's been all the goings on, friend. Wow, wow, yeah, yeah. That is, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, you know how I feel. You listen, y'all. She I told know me, how you and, feel. And I swore, you <laughs> know, did. I swore we would have cut all that right on because you can't just throw stuff at me like that. I, listen, <laughs> I love the Lord, but I still got some, you know. I get excited. I I love yes. I love the Lord, but if I get excited, I will I will cuss. I'm sorry. He will cuss. And cuss he did. And (laughs) but can I tell you that is that that has been hands down the best reaction I've gotten from anybody. (laughs) Anybody. That has been the best reaction. Um so I'm I'm glad to know that I can add to your ecosystem of joy uh in that way. (laughs) Um and I just yeah, you know. Look, I'm I'm just I'm tremendous. I'll say this: I'm tremendously proud of you. And I don't know if I said this on the podcast before, but you know, this is this is one of the things that makes me so excited about you know getting ready to have this little girl in a few weeks is just knowing that I, I'm I'm not on my own, right? That there is a network of strong, um, amazing people that I'm going to be able to connect this little girl to, so that she can see so many different ways of what she may want to be and she can just literally you know pick and choose different parts of people to integrate into her life to help her be the best version of herself so thank you to adding to that tapestry from which my daughter will be able to draw from i really appreciate it and admire what you're doing for sure yeah excited for her arrival i know friend i spent hours okay hours (laughs) yesterday putting together a dresser, um, a, what's it called? A, a bassinet. A bassinet, but it's not like a, uh-huh. it's not a, yeah, it's not an old school bassinet. You, it, like, it has different modes. One of those like, newfangled things. Yeah, it has, like, car mode, swing mode. It has music built into it. The music is a little, but I'm trying to figure out, a, you know I'm a tech person. I'm trying to see if there's a way I can upload, like, some Grace's Corner in that thing. You know what I'm saying? With okay. some big Frida, yeah. 
Okay. Big Frida okay. is okay. Anyway, if y'all know Grace's Corner, I I saw the was the roller boat. Yeah. Oh, that was so cute. I loved it. So uh, Mommy rode a boat. Mommy rode a boat. Yeah. <laughs> row, 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 row. Okay. okay. Uh so yeah, yeah. So the yeah, the baby will be here soon. So if you all are praying, people all Christians ain't. I'm sorry. I know I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. But, no, I think you're right. But no, nah, if y'all are praying, people, if you meditating, people, if you good energy sending people, send all those things my way. Uh, yeah, as we get ready for this baby to get here in a few weeks. So we're excited, ready to go. Um, the other thing that's been happening since we've been gone. So I actually had one, two, like three, four, four surgeries in one. Uh, <laughs> at the yes, end of June. Yes, you did. And y'all, I so underestimated my recovery. Like my brother had the surgery. My doctor was like, the recovery is tough. I guess I thought I was Captain America or something, Captain Africa, because I couldn't. <laughs> y'all, I had a septo septoplasty, rhinoplasty, uh, something reduction, like the turbinate reduction tonsillectomy uvula shaving and tongue palate shaving so basically i was just swollen stents in my nose all that kind of stuff had to sleep upright when i could sleep listen they, they had me on oxy friend that was my pain mm. that was my pain uh killer mm -hmm. i don't think i will ever do oxy again you yeah, I, know, I know some people once they've had that experience they like when next they do anything they refuse it 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 did it it took me a bit to get that out of my system and i was just like i just felt i felt slow it's like everything was just slow and i wanted to say things and stuff and i was just like ugh too much effort like it so i was but like yeah you can I talk for a good little bit <laughs> no <laughs> technically so i'm i still my sutures will fall out i still have sutures in the back of my throat and mouth um so it just gets sore in there you can't eat but overall if you're a person who has a lot of allergy breathing stuff maybe snoring sleep apnea go see an ent i don't know why it took me so long to go see one but it was it was tough but definitely like worth it I saw my doctor, he took my stent out and I was like, it scared me because that much air has never gone <laughs> through, through the side of my, my, my breathing passage. I was like, I did not know that I was missing out on that much oxygen in general. Oh, wow. It's getting through. Wow. So anyway, so great experience. I will recover is tough, but if you need, you know, some of those things, go see your ENT, definitely worth it. Um, I, Oh gosh, we traveled. Yeah, I don't know if we we've been to Minnesota. We did had like fifty ba baby showers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, we did, but this was like the this was like you know the the one like the one you know up up north in Minnesota. Got to see a lot of her friends and family. We had a wonderful time. Um, uh, that was great. I'm trying to think what else is going on. I'm in school, of course, over the summer doing all Are of you this taking stuff. Summer school. Yes. Well, I'm, I have an internship, so that helps out quite a bit. What you so doing, intern? Yeah. Doing digital ministry with a church out of Savannah, Georgia called Overcoming by Faith. Oh, is that uh, that same church you like? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's okay. pretty much why, well, not pretty much. I mean, that's where we've been tuning in, like, throughout the pandemic and everything. And we've really enjoyed it. Uh, so just helping them build out their digital ministry. That's been really, really fun and rewarding. Um, and I think that's really about it. Like, and just taking care of my wife, which has been fantastic. You know, so, Aww. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's my little She's life. such right a cute now. pregnant lady. I think She's pregnant ladies are so cute. Yeah, she is boot. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, friend. Well, listen. I know um, we got a little bit of news and stuff that we're gonna jump into. I I don't know where I want to begin. Uh, well, first, can I ask you this? Because oh. you said something while we were talking before we came on, oh, yeah. and I just want to get your hot take on it. And we, you know, between everything that's been happening, we know we haven't been here for a while. So we didn't get to really talk about the submarine people. And so I just wanted to know, uh, <laughs> I'm putting, you didn't expect me to ask him that. Oh, God. What you think about the submarine people, Brad? All right, friend. So there was several things going on at the time that hopefully I can actually give a decent response. Okay. Okay. So this is, I'm going to start kind of petty and then I'm going to, I'm going to pull out. So first of all, if, if you play with a puppy, you get licked in the mouth. Like that is like a, that's like a little country saying. That's nasty. It is. But going down in an unregulated vessel with no bathroom, with a bag for a bathroom. And a Logitech And a Logitech controller. And you signed a waiver that said, nah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it is essentially the waiver said it is what it is. Mm -hmm. And so things happen. What was more interesting to me, though, is one, the way people covered the story, like the following of it. And people's sentiment towards it, like even myself, I'm saying it now, I I hate that those people lost their lives, but I felt like it's something that they, is an experience they signed up for and that it is what it is. Yeah. I think so many of people were watching this more like, oh, these people are super rich. Therefore, I kind of hope something bad happens to them. And then the jokes that followed it, um, that's the part that I really found a little bit disturbing about kind of where we are as a society. Yeah. And while this was going on, there was also, was it, where were they? Oh, there was the refugees that were lost on the mm-hmm. ship as well. Mm-hmm. And like, it didn't get the same, you know, it just, I don't know. So it just, it, it, so yeah. the situation made me feel weird. Um, it made me kind of look at our society and go, man, what, what are we doing? And lastly though, the general truth that's still under all of that is that if you sign up for something and it's a consequence of what can happen, it doesn't mean that I may not have sympathy for you, but also (laughs) you played with the puppy. You got licked in the mouth. Yeah. 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 I I just felt really sad. I, you know, this was going on in in the midst of my stuff. So I just, I didn't Mm -hmm. have too much, um, you know, but I felt really bad for the um, that young boy that didn't want to go, mm-hmm. and he went as a <clears throat> as a Father's Day thing for his dad. 
I felt really bad for him because he, he, yeah, I feel really bad for him. And he was so young and, um, yeah. but yeah, I think definitely was interesting. It's like black people don't take nothing serious. Right. Man. It was just like the jokes. And I think, yeah, I think people did have a lack of empathy because they're like, y'all don't have nothing better to do with your money than this. And then there was sort of like the hot take that white supremacy makes people feel invincible. Oof. So that like mm. all the things don't apply to them. So that the fact that like when they signed, they said when you signed that waiver, somebody who said they went down there, like they mentioned you might die like 50, 11 times on the first page. Mm-hmm. And so that's some stuff that people were saying. But yeah, I just wanted, you know, we didn't get a chance to talk about it. So I just wanted to get your, you know, your take on it. Okay. I will. Okay. I know. You, you you said something. I'm like, oh, should we should we pivot there because you you can pivot there. Okay, so friend, I'm I'm gonna jump super recent from that because your your again your analysis just really is something that's on my mind. It's like Carly Russell, <gasps> Carly Russell. You know, like I've been, I've been trying not to say nothing. I, but go ahead. Well, I mean, okay, number one. As a member of the Divine Nine, y'all in these in these memes with this young lady calling her sister first forty eight, and some of these. But as a what do they what do what do y'all call call us non Greek people? What what, (laughs) what's the acronym y'all have for the rest of us in the world? I don't you know I I don't know I really don't. (laughs) Y'all be. Y'all be throwing that thing up so much. Y'all gotta eat this. Y'all gotta no eat one. this. I'm not. I'm not one of those people. I'm it not. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're a Friend. part. You're you're a part of the brotherhood. You're I, a part of the the, the fraternal. I, I feel attacked. I feel like you're monolithing me. Well, you haven't y'all like created a monolith though. I've officially been triggered and hurt. This is Y'all. a question. Have... No, no. Some Y'all of haven't them... created a monolith. No, I don't think so. What's the alpha man then? Alpha man is many of things. Can you define? It's nah, a... nah, because a... y'all, no, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Y'all have created this. It's and don't come to me. Do not, don't at me. <laughs> I love all of y'all. I love all of y'all. I love y'all. I do. And, you know, I celebrate with y'all when, you know, like, you know, the Deltas just got Katanji. <clears throat> y'all could have left Deborah Lee, though. But, um, and Vashon Mitchell Deborah just was made, he was made an honorary Sigma. Sorry. That just made me think about it. So, so like, I love y'all and I celebrate y'all and I think that y'all are amazing. But y'all have created a monolith. You gotta eat, y'all gotta eat this. Y'all gotta eat no. this. I'm sorry. No. Y'all gotta eat so, this. Anyway, they're out here making these I didn't memes. see that one though. That's funny. I shouldn't <laughs> laugh because I'm so disturbed by this whole situation. Y'all, but, okay. So you have this whole thing, right? 
So she comes out. Well, I say she comes out. The news is releasing we this still information. Don't know what happened? Of what's going on, we still don't know what's happened. But I will say this: I watched the news conference that the police chief gave and the other people, and I'm just. I there's no other way to see this. When I see a Caucasian man in a purple suit, listen, I was like, I, why is his suit that color? I was like, what in the Easter Sunday is happening what? here? If you don't get out of me, I said, what in the assemblies of God Easter Sunday uh, police chief do we have here? But that man stood up there. He got through reading them facts. It, it didn't look good, friend. Oh, can you hear me okay? Yeah. So, a <clears throat> couple things. Oh, wait, you're kind of frozen. All right, you're back. Wait, no. No, no, yep. There's like no picture for you. Yeah. Can you hear me though? I can hear you though, yeah. <clears throat> what in the um, is happening? What was I gonna say? Easter suit. Right. I still don't know what happened. And y'all, I don't have the bandwidth for a lot these days. <laughs> so I just I can't sit through certain things. It's just it's right. So so from the from the beginning. I was like, did this girl have some sort of psychotic break, some sort of mental health issue, right? That was my first thought. Everybody else was like, no, it sounds like trafficking. You know, this is something that they do, whatever, whatever. I was like, okay, well, I ain't paying too much attention anyway, but this does, this just sounds, you know. Yeah. Then they said they dropped her off by the mama's house. And I'm like, so now... I, I go into like I read a lot of um I read a lot of fiction and not mm-hmm. serious fiction. Yeah. Like so much of my life is serious and academic. Like I do not read serious fiction. So like I read a lot of like romance novels. I'll read a lot of like like sometimes little thrillers are mixed in with that. And mm-hmm. so my mind goes there like well, in the book, if they drop you off, that means they know where you live and they're going to come back and they're going to be terrorizing you for the rest of their life. Like somebody got to get killed for mm-hmm. this to end. Right? <laughs> and so I was like, I don't know. I don't know. So people were like, no, the news was making it too hot for the traffickers. So that's why they brought her back. Right. So then I heard the mom and the daddy went on the on the TV and looked suspect as all get out. They did. Particularly in my opinion, in my opinion, the dad really he the the dad was just giving me a vibe like mm, I don't know. That's all I'm gonna say about him. I don't know that man's business. I, it just was odd. I was like, why are y'all even on the TV? No one is saying anything about where your daughter has been in this time. But maybe maybe it's like, you know, one of my other friends pointed out, well, they just doing what these same parents be doing at the school when you be trying to tell folk <laughs> when their kids be lying about what they do at school and they be out at the school defending <laughs> them. <laughs> it's just, you know... Then, 
But they but they said that they were looking on her phone and she was Googling taken. Um, I think like how to kidnap um, and some different stuff like that. You, you didn't see the one, but they don't put her face on Liam Neeson on the taken cover. No, I saw when they had her face um, morph into Jesse Smollett. Somebody, somebody sent me a picture of Jesse Smollett with the caption. Yes, I believe her. <laughs> I can't. So, so, the, can't. so, so, a friend of mine got on a train yesterday and went from New York to Boston, right? Nope. And <laughs> yeah. she didn't tell me she got there. So, a couple hours passed, and I'm like, will you take it? Yeah. <laughs> it's. Well, I'm... she comes from, we have this thing her cousin started it um one time so i used to live around the corner from this friend and um one time i had to go open up the the her apartment for her cousin her cousin was staying there for the weekend and my friend wasn't mm-hmm. going to be home yet so i went and i i left her and i walked home so her cousin so Steph said keeps let me know when you get home yeah. so i i got home and i forgot to text her and she was like I'm about to call the police. I'm about to call the army. Like, where are you? So we have this thing. If if somebody doesn't tell you they've arrived safely somewhere, like it, it escalates. It goes from the police to the um, the National Guard to the Coast Guard. Like it just, it really does escalate depending on the situation. So I was like, were you taken? And she, so she's like laughing because she knows where I'm going with this. I said, it's been 12 hours. Absolutely. Ma'am, nobody has heard from me with twelve hours. <laughs> I look. We we are we are the same way. I remember early on uh, when, when we first had moved to Austin, and we you know we still had a, we had we had our separate spaces. It was I was she was in the north, I was in the south, <clears throat> and um, I was calling to check on her, and she would not answer her phone. Like nothing was happening. You still hear me? Okay, right? Oh, like nothing was yeah. happening. So, friend, I called once. <laughs> I called twice. That third time I didn't get her, I turned to the CIA, the FBI, Interpol, all of them. I'm in my truck. I'm calling her two best friends. I'm like, somebody call her iPad, text her, keep calling her, and and understand that she needs to call me before I get to this apartment because I had my big Toyota truck at the time, and I was like, because I'm going to have to drive through these people gate to make sure my woman's okay because ain't nobody... And nobody told me nothing. So, right. friend, I got all the way over there, and I was ready to put my truck through that gate. And finally, one of her friends was like, "Oh my gosh, she picked up her iPad because my loving wife is good about going on silence or to get a nap in." Listen, her being on silence, I was going to catch a case because I I turned into every military. <laughs> Uh, uh, league you can think of. Yeah, that's, you know, and, and that, that might be another part of the story, too. Like, how you, nobody, like, I don't know. So, we still don't know what happened. That's the no. whole thing. And, the, no. and so, I'm also looking at purple purple suit man sideways. Now, listen, I think I think these people doing what they're supposed to do, personally. Nobody else has seen this child. When I saw the video of the highway and saw all the other cars, and I'm like, nobody? Nobody saw a toddler. But the thing is, 
my thing is like, why are we having like weekly episodes of SVU with y'all? Like, why are y'all like teasing out the information? And if you if she's if she's guilty, say she's guilty. But this whole build up to what's casting suspicion and like, and I just feel like I just you know, whenever white people do stuff, people say it's mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, and when black people do stuff, it's criminal. Mm-hmm. I just, I yeah. don't know. But we still don't know what happened, and we still don't know how this is going to turn out. So Right. And this takes me back to your comment, what, like what you just said, and I'm going to add that to your comment a second ago. I think that there is this idea, you know, that that, that we aren't taken seriously, you know, and, and, and the way things, perspectives, and, and the way things are painted, you know. I also wonder what what role does our reaction in our communities to these type of events play in that narrative? You know what I'm saying? So like, like a young lady made this point on social media and I thought, seems true, maybe maybe it isn't. But like when these like when these white people go missing or different stuff like that, like I don't, I have not experienced other white people turning them into memes. <laughs> like kind of what happens in the black community not to say it doesn't happen and not that it justifies anything but like why why does it seems like our response can turn to laughter so quickly and is it like a coping we don't take nothing serious it'd be the most serious things and you you see some ridiculous comment or me like we don't take nothing serious and i think maybe it is a coping mechanism but i don't mm-hmm. know i think we, we also we funny but friend so that's my theory like i we are we are funny but i think there's something in that about trying to cope with sadness or despair or even maybe hopelessness a sense of maybe but here's the thing i don't I don't believe that white people don't have these same discourses and I don't believe that, you know, they don't have them in public. I I think it does happen, but it goes back to like what it means to be a racial minority in this society. Mm -hmm. Right. So that everything that you do is just like so amplified. It's kind of like, like when a crime is committed, white people don't be sitting there talking about, please don't let him be white. Mm -hmm. Like the thought doesn't enter their heads. And so for us, if we see some committed, we'd be like, oh God, please. Mm-hmm. Or you see somebody had a high position and they did something real dumb and you're like, oh God, don't let this mm-hmm. be a black man or a black woman. Like, yeah. I think oppositionality um, is what makes it seem mm-hmm. off. Um, I don't know that it, it really is that off from them from what other people do. It yeah. could be, but I, I just, I just think our positionality just colors it, you know. No, no, I, I agree with that, and then also just even the communities that you run in yourself. There's like, because uh, the other part of that is that you know there's things that I'll say that happens within Black Twitter. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I'll be on Black Twitter. I'll be seeing <laughs> Black Twitter now. <laughs> you got in. I never did. I, I told you there's me. certain people that you have to follow. Friend, that takes effort. And I just no. It's like I'm telling you, it's like four or five people you have to follow, and then you'll see everything. I don't even know the password for my Twitter account. I... Well, 
And then I went ahead and got on all these um, substitute Twitters. Oh, did, did you do that too? Okay. Go ahead. No. No, I was gonna say, did you did you do the Meta Threads thing? Have you? So I have the Threads thing. What? Um, yeah, what? I was like, what's that like? Like, do you like what? I I hadn't I know I have it. It's. I don't follow that many people on Twitter. I follow a lot of people on Instagram. So I, I what mm. I I messed up in the sense of when you what's cool about threads is that it automatic it can automatically populate everything from your Instagram, including who you follow. Oh. So it's good and it's you know, so I follow a lot of people on Instagram that don't really put out much stuff or it's not mm. stuff that I want to be reading. You know what I'm saying? Um, So I've had to go back in and sort of try to curate my timeline. Yeah. It's not... So what happened was the one that I did get on, and if you want to get on it, let me know, because I I got the... I got a... I have a thing. It's Spill. Okay. So Spill was the one that former Twitter employees formulated. And it's... When it first came out, they said that it was very much targeted or was supposed to be for um, people of color and like the LGBTQIA plus community. Mm-hmm. And so that first like week or two that it came out, it was just popping and spill. The interface is nice. It allows you to post. It, 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 it looks nice. It looks good. Um, but they were, they're invitation only. They're mm-hmm. still invitation only because they're in beta. They're testing. And so I think because that was popping off. Mark and them was like, we got to drop this. <laughs> we got to drop this. And yeah. because they're not a startup, you know, it's, it's, it's people of color that's running spill. Um, they just got like huge numbers right away because again, one, it automatically links to your Instagram and stuff like that. So yeah. I think where, where things were really popping off was on spill for those couple weeks. And it's, it still might be. I just, I still go onto Twitter and because people are still there. And for me, it's like, I'm hanging out over here until everybody completely migrates over. I don't think people have complete, completely migrated over. Like people are still posting on their, the same things on their Twitter and on the other things as well. Gotcha. Um, all right, y'all. So listen, funny thing with the podcast right here, what you're listening is going to be a little bit of an extended conversation because we were recording the podcast, had some technical difficulties. And now that we're back together to finish it, there has been some breaking news on a story we were talking about earlier uh, in the conversation, which is that of none other than the toddler chasing Carl. <laughs> Carly. Is it Carly? Carly? Her name is Carly. Stop trying to make her give make her name country. <laughs> I mean, they done made her name everything else. Talked about her being an AKA first 48, all of that stuff. Listen. And Lord have mercy. Listen. So today is Tuesday that we're recording. We originally started recording on Friday. Yes. Um, things just sort of shut down on us. So we had to recalibrate because we thought we right. lost everything, but you know, God is a keeper. Hey, Shabbat. <laughs> so we did not lose the audio that you just listened to. And so we keep, we, we're picking up. So Saturday, somebody asked me, uh, what do you think? And I said the same thing. I said, I need more information. Right. I said, and I think that there might be some sort of mental health issue here. I said, I need more information. Lo and behold, she has an attorney that comes out 
and says there was no there was no kidnapping. <laughs> there was no baby on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And she is sorry and she is asking for our prayers and forgiveness. <sighs> a lot of people out here in these internet streets are hot and they don't want to extend forgiveness to our consists. None. She is definitely on the sick and shut in list. Like for sure, for <laughs> sure. For like so many varied reasons. Because I still want to know what happened. I still want to know what happened. Look, we got to wanna know. I want to know why. I want to know where she went. <laughs> I want to know how she was able to keep up with the news, and then the the ex boyfriend because now they broke. He broke up. They broke up. Oh, this he, <laughs> he, he has scrubbed his social media. He was, I don't I don't know. He released a statement. <laughs> he released a statement and said, "This don't got nothing to do with me. I don't know why she did this." Um, thank you to everybody that helped. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, I, I have, I, I still want to know what happened. I need to know what happened. Oh my gosh. This is such I mean, a great lifetime story now. It basically is because I bet you, I bet you there was probably people somewhere trying to make a sermon out of this. It, oh, it people might... made sermons out of this. <laughs> oh, See, that's man. why, let me tell you something. I don't be reposting stuff. The only time I've ever reposted a missing woman was when it was a friend of mine from high school. It was her sister. Mm-hmm. Right? You see stuff on the internet and you repost. And I mean, I guess. I guess we still should. Maybe I'm wrong. I guess we still should because people really do be missing. <laughs> I don't know. Drink from my Kool-Aid cup. I mean... Look, friend, they they be missing, but I'm with you. I'll be like, hey, I don't have anything. I'm just going to keep that where it's at. I, I say a little prayer. I keep my little eyes open if it's something in my area that I can do. But from the from the beginning, in the beginning, when we right. heard this, when we heard this story, we all were like, mm. not all people was like she was trafficked. People was riding hard for her. And but, then the, the, did, did I did we talk about the boy that ran across the North Korean border? I forgot about that. We did not. We did not. Did he run across? Or what he or was he? He got he got over the border somehow. I didn't know. This what, is what no. had happened. Okay. What okay. this is what had happened. I know we're trying to wrap things up. I apologize, y'all, for introducing <laughs> new things because I think it might be like I I have questions, right? Okay. So he I believe was in the army station in South Korea. He'd been okay. getting into all types of issues and altercations with the local authorities and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they were sending him back to the U.S. So they escorted him to the gate. Or to seek, they escorted him. Maybe they escorted him to the gate. Okay. Wherever they escorted him in the in the airport, like they could have gone there and no further to make sure he got on his plane. Because uh, him to get on the plane, he says, "Oh, he can't find his passport. He got to go look for it." They can't make him stay because the people who escorted him have left. Yeah. So he leaves. There's uh, footage of him getting on some bus that goes to i guess the demilitarized zone so there's a zone i guess between north and south korea that's not you know whatever so there's photo of him there and then my boy just booked it like he just made a run for it what an idiot he just ran over there and then and then he ran straight into the arms of the authorities over there 
You see what so, happens? But I don't know. His uncle was saying that something, some things happened in the family that may have been causing him some sort of trauma or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just want, here's what I want. I want the same things that extended to white folks in terms of like, it's a mental health issue. Mental health is real thoughts and prayers, those types of things that I want, I Mm -hmm. want that to be extended to these two people. Mm, Friend. Hmm? They're going to look at us and they're going to be, what's that country music guy? They're going to apply them small town values. Um, (laughs) And they're not going to, they're not going to extend that type of grace, friend. And when you when you talked about him running towards that border, why did I think about life? No biscuit, biscuit, no, no. <laughs> biscuit. They said he ran. They said he ran. Oh, that's so, the gun line, boss. That is a gun line. Um. That's that. Also, since um, we spoke, mm-hmm. the tickets for my um, screening at the museum were released, um, and then they were sold out, and then they were released again, and then they were sold out. And I, it's not just my screening; it's other things happening at the museum. But, but I'm just saying all of that to say, uh-huh. yes, 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 yes. Um, the tickets are out there, and the museum does release tickets in batches. So if you go onto the link. And it says sold out. Just keep checking back. And definitely, I know they're going to release more tickets on August 4th. The screening is going to be on August 5th. So, yeah. Okay, y'all. So, in other words, because my friend is modest, let me (laughs) stop playing around. Go and hit this website up. You know what I'm saying? Shut it down. Buy these tickets. Go support. Oh, they're free. Oh, go. (laughs) The Lord is a way maker. Okay. The tickets are free. The tickets are free, tickets people. Are free. All right. Ain't no scandal. She not missing nothing. Only thing that's missing is your ticket. Go find it because there's no abductor out there. There's none. There Listen, none. and if you are a faithful listener and you know how to get in contact with me and you're still having issues, go ahead and get in contact with me. Mm-hmm. We'll work it out. Work it out. Work it out. She, I'm sorry, that's not a CCM song. She don't know it, y'all. Um, I, I really don't. I know, I know. I went a little Pentecostal on you there, and you, <laughs> you can't help me. It's okay. It is sorry. all right, friend. It is all right. Well, y'all, I guess I'm going to um, find a way that we can maybe wrap this show on up because I need to break up with the show right now, like Carly uh, boyfriend did. Right. We need to scr- <laughs> we need well, to no, not the way. Well, not break up the way Carly boyfriend did because you got to come back because, you know, like my friends being modest, he's about to be a whole daddy in these streets. His baby's coming any day now. He got he having a big old baby, y'all. That baby is big. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she is coming. And so we're going to take this opportunity to take our break for the season or really end this season um, so that he can have time to, you know, be that be girl dad. Be a father. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so what you want to say to the good folks before you go off into fatherhood? I think this is what I will tell the good people, uh, my parting, <clears throat> my parting word for now, which is um don't est- don't underestimate the joy of having a rich network of people around you. You know, it's it's just not about what what 
they can do for you. But they are such a blessing when you start adding more responsibility to your plate, whether that looks like a child or a spouse or, you know, an extra project or venture that you're doing for yourself. People, good friends and a strong network are invaluable to navigating this life. Uh, You know, I said it earlier, I thank Dr. Keisha. Um, I even thank other people who I haven't met in person, but who make contributions to things like this podcast, like Cara, and other people like Teacher Mo uh, for your prayers and for your love and things like that. And, and know that when I talk about having a rich network, I really include you guys in that. And I really, really appreciate you for that. So embrace the people you're around. Keep growing your network. And uh, don't be afraid to lean on other people when you're tackling new new challenges in your life. They will bless you in ways in which you've not even imagined. Yeah. Amen. Y'all, the doors of the church are open, but they're kind of closing. But (laughs) (laughs) listen, now is a good time for you to go back and check out some of our old episodes to share Mm -hmm. this with your your friends and your loved ones. Um, But be sure to follow us at Black.Save on Instagram. I haven't been posting a whole lot, but I will be posting a little bit more. Um, definitely, if you want to see my graduation speech, it is on my Instagram, and I'll yes, have information. I'll have information up about um, the Brooklyn Museum, and also if you're in the Virginia area, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna be participating in a greater exhibit. Um, it's gonna be around from the month of August, but we're really gonna launch in the month of September. It's gonna be at the Torpedo Factory in Alexandria, Virginia. But just, you know, check my Instagram. I'll keep posting those things. And mm. my Instagram is Dr. Keisha, that's D-R underscore K-E-I-S-H-A. And you can follow my co-host at... Kai Green Speaks. That's at Kai, K-Y, green like the color, speaks. All right, y'all. Have a great rest of your summer. Bye. Bye, y'all. Keep it hot. Keep it Christian. Okay. Oh.